What's up, everyone? Welcome to a new episode. Um, we're going to review episode 8 of The Last of Us. I am Michael, joined with Tama. Hey, what's up? And Tama, we're one more episode away from being done. Yep, and it's <laughs> like, I'm like looking forward to the finale, but I'm also very sad. Yeah, and they have to wait like a year. <laughs> Season 2. God. Um, before we start, I want to ask you. Are we on pace with the first game ending, or you think we're gonna probably overlap to next season? I think it, it's gonna. I, I think we'll, where it's gonna end is basically right before the ending of the game, so um, it's gonna like leave us on a cliffhanger. I, so I think I think they probably do that not only uh, for suspense for the next season, but also so they they can leave it open. So if they want to change how the ending goes. Uh, because the second game wasn't received as well as the first game, so maybe they might want to change the storyline so that um, it's looked more favorably upon. But we'll see how it goes. You know, right now, they're, they're, this episode has been... Um, a lot of things changed, but a lot of things were the same too. So I can't wait to we get into uh, talking about I think about I've those. seen something saying that next episode is mostly in Salt Lake City, I think. I think that's where they were heading to try to get to the yeah, fireflies. And I believe, when I'm mistaken, I saw somewhere that Marlene returns next week. Uh, I can't remember if she returned in the game. I uh, I wouldn't doubt it. But I do know for a fact we're going to see the voice actor who played uh, Ellie. Oh, so you do know. Yeah, because she's in the show and we haven't seen her yet. So I'm assuming she's going to be next week. True. So They better not have her in like the fucking like the very end She's like a end credits. <laughs> Random lady number three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, very interesting episode. Um, I was a little interested to see how um Bella Ramsey as Ella could um Ellie Ella I said Ella Ellie um I wanted to see how she could lead the episode by herself. Um, granted there was Joe in it, but um I think she did a pretty solid job of be the lead because if I'm not mistaken, you said last week. This point in the game is the first time you can actually play Ellie, right? Yeah. So in this part of the game, you play as Ellie, and at least like, and the the, the directors at the end talked about it. They mentioned it, and they said uh, that that people have that memory because it was such a, a good part of the game. Yeah. Like if you play the game, that was probably one of the favorite parts. Yeah. Um, the first person I wanted to mention was the the preacher David, played by uh, Scott Shepard. And what a what a good villain! Oh gosh, I, like you know they're a good villain if you hate them with every fiber of your being. Yeah, just like you when I, when I first seen him on screen, I'm like something's off with this guy. He was a little bit too like um ominous, kind of like a like a mustache twirling kind of villain. Like ha ha, like yeah. he won't like um overpower you or manhandle you, well, kind of manhandle you, but you get get that weird vibe from him. And the fact that we get some backstory for him that he was a teacher, then when apocalypse happened, he turned into a preacher. is kind of creepy. Yeah, I, I, th- I, th- I think uh, what his power was because obviously, yeah, he wasn't the strongest, he wasn't the fastest, he wasn't even the smartest. Mm-hmm. But what he was was he's very manipulative. 
Yeah. Very manipulative. It was um interesting to me because I'm not sure the difference between the game and the show, but when him and Ellie are sitting there talking while um David went to get the was it David his name? I'm sorry, with uh James, Troy Baker's yeah, character, yeah. the guy who voiced uh Joel in the game. When he was gonna get the um the medicine and they were sitting there talking, it caught me off guard when he mentioned like the um all four of our guys went out to the city to get some stuff. Three came back. One died. And he mentioned that it was like, oh, it was a guy and a girl. I was like, holy crap, that caught me off guard. I don't know if that happened in the game. No, that part happened exactly. Yeah, I was like, what? Whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, and Ellie's, Ellie's reaction was pretty much the same. And then the very next part of the scene where uh, the kind the what was the, the henchman's guy's name? Um, And the, the character. So, uh, Troy Baker's character is James. James. Okay. Yeah. When James came in, um, pretty much exactly how it went down, and just like we've seen after, he actually let her go, but it was all part of a plan. Don't worry, it's easier to track her after the snow falls. I know. Like literally, as Ellie was walking back, it was snowing, right? Yeah, it was snowing. So like, I I like I don't we don't we you know we live in Hawaii yeah. so. Uh, there, there's not really that much snow here, so you know, forgive us if we're totally wrong. But I'm assuming that most of the tracks would be covered by snow by the time they they set out. Yeah. And then, um, what do you call that? We, um, James and the rest of the people who in their camp, obviously they want to, they want to kill Ellie. And um, we get to also see after he lets Ellie go, we get to actually see his real character. When the girl whose dad died, which I, I think I mentioned during the stuff I touched to you, how um, they're like, it's like, no, you killed him or a guy, he's blah, blah, blah. Like, he attacked them. <laughs> no, like, seriously. Yeah. yeah he, they were he, about to leave. He, they were trying to get away, and he came out of nowhere to attack Joel then. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're going to, well, earlier in the episode, he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to bury the bodies in the spring because it's slow. And then we later on to see what happens actually with that. But, um, yeah, when she says we should kill them all. The preacher strikes her, and we're like, holy shit, like, he's a terrible person. Obviously, we kind of sensed it, but terrible. And it's just one of those weird things you see in history with, like, um, serial killers and cults. Mm. The guy who's, like, the cult leader, the serial killer leader, they're not the strongest, they're not that, but they're just smart. Smart, and they're um charming. Oh, yeah, very they, they charismatic. Have, yeah, they have the ability to, like, yeah, like the correct charismatic to, like, draw you in and cut your because... I'm looking at all the people who sit there, even the women. I'm like, some of these women would whoop his ass. No, like, seriously, like, the amount of people in there and all of them, all of them just, like, sat there and did nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And, yeah, like, throughout the episode, we get hints of what... (coughs) We get hints of what they're doing. Um, The first hint is when they're cooking... And oh, what kind of means this? And he's like, oh, it's um venison. And they didn't bring the deer in yet. Yeah, and then the deer comes in. And the next scene, the deer comes in. And you're like, uh, what? And then even when um um the guy who voiced Joel as uh, James, when he's eating his food, he kind of looks at it, slowly put it in his mouth. And then when he puts it in his mouth. He kind of puts his hand in his hand, and like you can tell he's having a hard time. He knows what it is. Yep. And. I kind of like that they did that. I'm not sure if they did that also inside of the game. Uh, not, not that I remember. They, uh, like, just like the our previous group back in um, 
the other city kc yeah yeah kc um they they try to humanize them and give them like a backstory they did the same thing with the these guys yeah because if i remember from the game um they i don't think they portrayed any cannibalism but they basically portrayed them as raiders they 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 weren't a peaceful group they were literally raiders bad guys trying to you know take whatever they can uh so in this one they kind of changed it where they're more of a cult trying to survive but doing whatever they can whatever it takes to survive and but hiding it from the majority yeah it was um kind of like cool because i like how the show so far like we have episodes where we see original oh with boston how they have like the um the qz federalist take it over that society of how the life is in a federal kind of camp and then we also see um a prepper how we had um what do you call that um bill and bill and frank yeah yeah we see that kind of society that we see kc how federal overtaken and we have these random rebels basically in charge and then now we see oh sorry and we also i forgot to mention we also see um tommy's tommy them's group they're the communists. the communists the communists <laughs> yeah we see them and then now we see this where it kind of makes sense because if you need food and you need to feed people it makes sense that people are about to you know ah, i guess we have to try to eat somebody because what else are you gonna eat they're all gonna die which is it's how it's fucked up to say but that's what happens when people are pushed to the limits of like starvation oh yeah like like you can point to a lot of points in history that this actually happened in real life yeah um <clears throat> but like that doesn't make it like any less bad you know what yeah. i mean yeah in, in in retrospect when you're thinking about it and stuff uh like it's understandable in the survival aspect but damn yeah i saw a lot of people online complaining about um how fast joe healed um i felt in my opinion it was like for the, the day before um the guys were coming. You could see the progress of his wound already. Like the first time we see it in the opening, episode, it's like pussy. Mm-hmm. And then you see it the next time we see it, it's a li- it's still you see the pussiness of it, but it's a lot drier. Looks like it's getting better. And I feel like I've had times where I've been sick and I get like antibiotic, and literally like almost the same night or yeah. the next day, you're like almost feeling way better. Yeah, like within a day or yeah. two. Yeah, so I didn't have too much of a problem. Um. I did like that. I think we mentioned it together off screen how um they didn't make him go full beast. Like they didn't make Joe like start killing armies, which he could do if he wanted to. Oh yeah. But it kinda showed like he's restricted. Kind of like uh still he's still hurt, but he's still Joe. Oh yeah. Cause because like when that f- when that first guy came down the stairs, obviously he struggled to even get up. Yeah. And then when you see him ambush the guy from behind, you if you look closely, you can see He's not really standing. He's actually leaning into the guy, so he's putting all his weight on the guy yeah. while just just using the whatever strength he had to just hold on. Actually, all his uh, captures and kills from this episode, it was more um, caught off guard. Like he he sneak up on them because yep. if he was to go straight on, I believe he probably he probably would have died. Oh yeah, because he was yeah he's like you said, all his body weight into the into like the shank and everything. But I like the way they um. They limited him, and it also put Ellie in the, in the forefront and showed that she can she can survive on her own if she had to, oh, yeah. which is what they've been building up to all season, which is 
and and even the David guy was was trying to convince her that she can't survive on her own, but she just proved her wrong. Proved yeah. him wrong in the end. I liked how um um he was saying like, "Oh, um, you're just like me," and mm. um a lot of people were saying like he doesn't even know her. But I'm like, if you look at like people who catch serial killers, they all have the same traits or like they have a little crazy in them. So it makes sense that he says he's a little crazy at Ellie. Yeah, so sometimes they use like actual serial killers to help catch other serial killers it's a weird thinking but yeah you can see that um we've seen hints of it ellie has a little bit uh, of darkness in her oh yeah oh yeah and from what i'm understanding uh we're gonna see a lot of that in the second game or second season possibly oh yeah because i i haven't played the second game but um knowing what it's what it's like and at least parts of it and seeing parts of it uh ellie does become much more like the 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 force to be reckoned with kind yeah. of thing. I did want to mention the evolution of Joe from being the guy who would kill anyone on site, then becoming the guy who we saw in uh episode five of uh giving the sniper an option. Put the gun down and I won't kill you. And then as he grows closer to Ellie we see him being prepared to, and to me this episode showed him Basically, the only thing that was keeping him running was trying to save Ellie's life. Yes. Full on, basically, should I say dad mode? Yeah, he, he full on, his body was pumping only with adrenaline. No yeah. blood, no nothing mm-hmm. else. Just adrenaline, just to keep him going. All he cared about was saving Ellie. That's yep. all he cared about. Um, I didn't want to mention location. That was kind of interesting to live in a resort. I guess room-wise, it makes sense. But kind of interesting to settle in especially like i don't know if i had a group i would want to settle somewhere where it's a lot we're a lot closer to each other especially like like if joe wanted he could have picked off the whole entire cat by himself if he wanted to oh yeah one by one and no one's armed uh, and uh, i'm I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that because in the game that's kind of what happens joe goes into the camp and just wrecks yeah killing a, a lot of people but in in this one, they kind of humanize them. Most of the group are, are literally just women and children and yeah. just like regular guys. So having Joe just massacre them for no reason. Well, not not for no reason, but, you know, it, it would have been a little bit like, I would say, off-putting. Yeah. I also liked how um, Ellie basically played him, played uh, the preacher. Like yeah. he plays, he, she played to his, uh, like how he liked her. Which is creepy as fuck. Totally, oh, so totally creepy. rapist. So, so creepy. Like how she baited him for the hands to just to bite him. Yeah. And it was just creepy how she saw the ear. Um, how Joe saw the the bodies hanging. Ugh. But, um, I like how James died. He basically, oh, was, yeah. <laughs> it was funny though how how Ellie was like, "I'm infected." He's like, "No, you're not," and he was such a denial. Yeah. But like you were saying, I wonder if that actually works. No, yeah, like literally right before that happened, I I was wondering because I felt like that was gonna happen. Um, I could feel it happening, and I was just, I was just wondering. She is technically infected, so if she were to bite somebody, especially if her mouth was bleeding, which it was, mm-hmm. um, if she was infected and she bit somebody, would they become infected? Or because she's immune, would are are they fine? I wonder if they ever were explore that in any any part of the show. I'm not sure. Maybe. 
I, I don't know if they ever explored that in the game because I I didn't play number two. Yeah. So I'm not sure how um, it continues from after number one. Uh, but like it, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. Because that's how that's how the the the, the cordyceps spread. So be interesting. Does cordyceps not like animals? See, that's that that's is the it there is it is it their temperature is too high or something? See that that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me because the, they evolved to uh like the main one that we think about when we think of cordyceps is the one that affects the ants. Yeah. But they actually affect a lot of different species. Most of them bugs and like small like um like animals and stuff. Yeah. Uh nothing big like humans in real life. But you would think that it would at least affect some animals. Yeah. Especially animals that are similar to humans. I'm like thinking, okay, let's say they infect a, a tick and a tick goes to the deer. Does it affect the deer? Like, I, I'm wondering, like, how does that work? That's true. Because, or like a mosquito. If a mosquito bites an affected person, which I'm sure it would eventually, and they've, they bite someone else, would that spread? They never, they never did mention any of those kinds of things. It's movie magic, Tama. You supposed to just ignore it and live your life, Tama. I cannot, I cannot <laughs> ignore. Um, the main last point I want to talk about was the final line, the biggest oh. line, the baby girl. Baby girl, dude. When I oh. first saw, watched it, I instantly remembered him calling um Sarah that. I was like, damn, that officially seals it. He's officially accepted her into his life, basically as and his as his daughter. Yeah, like literally when that happened, I literally i I turned to you and I was like. He just called her. Did did he just call her baby girl? Yeah. And I was like, what? Because that that that's huge. Yeah, it's that, huge. That literally, and coupled with the emotion of, of, of Joel. Yeah. Interacting with Ellie, trying to get her to calm down. You can feel that it was a genuine baby girl. Yeah. After he after she just literally murked the preacher like a savage. Oh, that was badass. She just on top of him, just stabbing the shit out of him. That was that was the best part. Like, like I know it's like very emotional, especially what she was going through. She nearly was about to get raped. Yeah. Um. So like, to to fight back and demolish him was the most satisfying thing to watch. While the, while the house is burning. While the house is burning. <laughs> but that actually shows how much of a sociopath uh, the preacher was. Like almost almost the attitude like he can survive anything, so he didn't really give a fuck about the fire. Yeah, like he literally all he had to do was pull down that one curtain, yeah, and stomp it out, and I'm sure that it would have been fine. <laughs> like, yeah. what the heck? Nah, let it spread. <laughs> and he was willing to try and do that to Ellie while the place was burning down. Yeah, like, are you dumb or what? <laughs> <laughs> Never had sex in an oven before. That sounds creepy. Just saying it, guys. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was such a well acted scene too with uh. With Bella Ramsey and Ellie, as Ellie, when Joe grabs her, her reaction, like the way she acted it out, was so perfect. Like she played it so well as like in her mind it was someone else grabbing her, and then her finally like realizing it was Joe, but also realizing it was Joe, but still having that that reaction of like thinking. It was yeah, it, else. it took her a while yeah. to finally realize. Like she was still in fight or flight yeah. mode. And I'm hoping in true Ellie fashion in this episode, she literally mentions, "Did you call me baby girl?" Because like Ellie, she will call and, her. Like, and she will, also, like, 
three months past. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know, she'll just be like, he'll be like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, it's the only, st- only thing to do is just to like call them out on it. No, no, they're, they're going to be walking down the street and as they get to a fork in the road, she's going to ask him that. And then he's just going to be like, come on, this is the way. <laughs> Start walking down one of the I paths. I so want it. I just, just please, it's not going to like ruin the show at all. Like seriously, and they they just gotta throw in, and he doesn't even have to say it like how Mando yeah. does. Yeah. He just has to say the words itself, or even do a reverse thing where she says it to him. Oh, that like, would, this is the way. That would be even funnier. <laughs> that would. That would be funnier. Do you know where you're going? No, no, this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> please do it. Oh, please, man. that's all I ask. Well, yeah, I think so far all eight episodes have been good episodes. Pretty much all of them are fire. Like, um, there obviously are some that I would rate way higher than the others, but as an overall series, this is one of the few series that we've we've um, watched and talked about that I would say pretty much every single episode was good. Yeah, in one way or another. There's been shows in the past where we've watched them like. Do I have to do an episode about this? I know. Like, <laughs> maybe we could skip this yeah, one. This show is just like every episode. I'm like, holy shit, I can't wait. Yeah. Like, hurry up, Tom. Get over here. Yeah. We got to do this. It's fun, man. It's just a bummer that on Sunday is our last episode. Yeah. Finale. I hope it's a good amount of time. Because you look at all the times of all of them. The shortest one is 45 minutes. And we, we have two episodes that are above hour, hour 15. You, you hear that, Disney? Come on, let's get those Mando episodes a little bit longer. <laughs> no, I'll give you uh, 20 minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> 20 minutes with five minutes of uh, credits. Yeah. But yeah, overall, solid episode. Totally enjoyed it. Bittersweet next week. Oh, yes. Well, uh, but I'm still looking forward to it. I'm, I'm really curious to see how they end it off. Yeah, I'm excited to wait a year. Oh, man. Or two. Yeah, it might be too because they said they they weren't sure if they're gonna have a second season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll be back for the finale on uh, Sunday, and yeah, thank you guys. We're out. Shoots. Ooh.